Welcome to The Dream Season, a podcast for entrepreneurs, writers, and creatives of all kinds looking to finally find some balance in your life so you can get back to enjoying the things you love and even the things you don't love but have to do anyway. I'm your host, Holly Ostara, and together we're going to bring delight, inspiration, and sustainability to your creative flow one season at a time. So let's make this the season of your dreams. Welcome back to the dream season. So today I was going to talk about how to use the energy of the sun and sunshine to be more creative, but it's actually a stormy day today. Last night we were woken up. This has actually never happened to me where I was actually woken up by thunder so loud that it woke me up and lightning so bright that I could see it while I was asleep. It was pretty wild. So my husband and I both just like snapped awake and and it was right on top of our house. It was really cool. And uh, we had a break this morning from the rain and I was able to take a walk with my friend. And now, uh, like as soon as I walked in the door, it started pouring down again and it's thundering and lightning. And it's it's really nice. I, it's one of the things I really missed when we lived in California, that lack of thunderstorms and the lack of greenery. And I'm glad we get a lot of thunderstorms here. So especially in the late summer, we get a lot of thunderstorms. And I want to talk about the energy of the of thunderstorms and how we can kind of harness that. So we, when we think of thunderstorms, we think of just the lightning flashing and the thunder and having to stay indoors. But I want to look at it a different way. So just think about this as kind of an untamed force that we can use to ignite our creative thinking. It's something that is so natural and yet so wild that we take it for granted. But if you stop and think about it, it's a really amazing phenomena. And so I've been doing a little bit of research and it's really, really pretty interesting. So one of the things that I thought was super interesting was something from the British Psychological Society in 2018. And I'll just read you a quick quote here. Rising temperatures lowered anxiety. The number of hours of sunshine predicts how optimistic we are. Pleasant weather with higher temperature and higher barometric pressure results in better mood, better memory, and broadened cognitive style, leading to people being more open and creative. However, these effects are found only during the spring and depend on the amount of time spent outside. As you might expect, the more time you spend outside, the greater the effect of these meteorological variables on how you think. Perhaps in line with the research on seasonal affective disorder, we might observe these effects only in spring because people have been deprived of pleasant weather in the winter. And it's the contrast that's important. In summer, cloudy days help us to think more clearly in a focused way, perhaps because our mood is slightly lower while sunny weather improves creativity and receptivity to new ideas. The lack of sunlight associated with rainy days also causes serotonin levels to dip, and as serotonin levels decrease, carbohydrate cravings increase, so we become hungrier for starchy foods on cloudy days. 
Excessive carbohydrate consumption promotes production of the amino acid tryptophan, which increases tiredness, thereby lowering concentration. So your concentration might benefit from slightly lower mood on cloudy days, but that benefit will be lost if you try to compensate by eating carbs. Okay, that was a little bit longer of a quote than I probably forewarned you for. So that was from the British Psychological Society in 2018. And what I found really interesting about that is that sunny weather makes us more creative. I think we can all agree that that feels normal. That feels natural if we stop to think about it, that when it's sunnier out, we our mood is higher and we feel more creative. But you've probably also noticed that you feel more focused and that you're able to work better when it's actually thunderstorming or raining even, or if it's just a cloudy day. And I personally have always found thunderstorms to be really invigorating to my creative process. And maybe that is because I'm able to focus long enough to, let's see, what's the word I want to use? I'm able to focus long enough to actually enjoy that creativity that I have and able to get a little bit more done creatively because I'm able to focus more. And my venture into adulthood coincided with early social media and things. And and my adventures during grad school certainly coincided with the, the height of Instagram back when it was new and everything. Maybe not quite new, new, but it was certainly newer than it is now. And I have noticed a significant decline in my ability to focus and concentrate. One therapist diagnosed me as ADHD, but I really don't think that's quite true anymore. In fact, somebody who is much more knowledgeable on me than me on this told me that if you didn't have ADHD as a child, you don't have ADHD as an adult. And I don't know that uh, they, they knew more about ADHD than I do. So I don't know. I know that I was just kind of like diagnosed by a therapist with ADHD, but I never followed up on it. I said I, I wasn't, it wasn't affecting me enough that I wanted to get medication for it or anything. So I opted to just manage it using mindfulness techniques. And sometimes I do better than others to bring this full circle back to our original point here. Um, what I wanted to say is that I definitely noticed an increase in my ability to focus on cloudy days and especially on rainy days, which may explain a lot of why I really struggled to focus when I lived in California. I seem to do a lot better now. So who knows, a study for another time. But really interesting about this British Psychological Society article from 2018, noting that it's the contrast in weather from spring, from winter to spring, where we get that burst of creativity, which I have noticed myself. And that's why I call spring the magic season. And also summer is just a generally creative season, but it's also kind of a season where we don't have the focus for working on our our projects. It feels a lot harder to work in summer. We may feel more creative, but we kind of want to store those ideas up for fall or autumn and get in the flow season with them. Because when you're outside, as they said here, the sunlight makes you want to just go outside and play. But then when we have a nice late summer thunderstorm, we get this burst of focus and maybe the creative the creative ideas we've been saving up and gathering all summer we finally have the opportunity to utilize them. Our brain is like, okay, now's a good time. And I really like that. I like that. And as I don't know if you can hear the thunderstorm in the background as I'm recording this, but if you do, I hope that it's a really nice ASMR for you. 
There was also a 2012 article from Harvard, Harvard Business School. It was called Blue Skies, Distractions Arise, How Weather Affects Productivity. And I'll link all these in the show notes. So don't worry about that. Don't write it down or anything. I'll get it for you. But basically what that article said was that at work, and of course this is about work because Harvard Business Review is about business, at work, teams, employees work faster and get more done on rainy days. That's really interesting too, right? So I wonder if there's been a study that people in Seattle are more productive than people in Silicon Valley. That would be really interesting to know. If anybody has any information on that, please send it to me because that's, I think, really cool. But it makes me, it makes me again think that if we've got a rainy day here in late summer, and if you are lucky enough to live in an area where you get some nice thunderstorms, then I hope that you take the time to set some set some time aside and use them because it could be a really great opportunity for you to get some things done in summer when otherwise summer is kind of a difficult time to get things done because of the sun, of all the sun that makes us want to go outside and play. There's also, and I promise I won't quote these all, all episode long, but I just found this so interesting. So I wanted to share uh, one, another quote here. This one is from PubMed. It was in 2014 and it was an actual study from the NIH. Rainmakers, why bad weather means good productivity. And here's the quote. People believe that weather conditions influence their everyday work life, but to date, little is known about how weather affects individual productivity. Contrary to conventional wisdom, we predict and find that bad weather increases individual productivity and that it does so by eliminating potential cognitive distractions resulting from good weather. When the weather is bad, individuals appear to focus more on their work than on alternate outdoor activities. We investigate the proposed relationship between worse weather and higher productivity through four studies. A, field data on employees' productivity from a bank in Japan. B, two studies from an online labor market in the United States. And C, a laboratory experiment. Our findings suggest that worker productivity is higher on bad rather than good weather days and that cognitive distractions associated with good weather may explain their relationship. We discussed the theoretical and practical implications in our research. Uh, That's just the abstract. I'm not going to read you the whole article. If you want it, I'll link it in the show notes. Just really cool that there's actually been research done basically on do you work better in thunderstorms? I don't know. Is it just me who's really excited about this? Because I just remember as a kid dating myself here, I guess. But I guess only people who say dating themselves are people who are already clearly dated. (laughs) So like nobody says, oh, I'm dating myself here unless they're already clearly dated. So here I am dating myself here. But I remember when I was growing up, I used to get really stoked on uh, having the weather channel playing in the background when we had rainy days. Something about the rain coming down. Oh, there's more thunder there just now. Something about the rain coming down and that weather channel elevator music, weather channel music that just kind of always played in the background. I've got a lot of nostalgia from that. And some, and those days really calmed me down. And it's really interesting here that these, well, the first study in particular showing that when you are, when it's bad weather, you are more calm and focused. Your optimism and your mood drops a little bit, but that gives you an ability that you don't have when your mood is super high. You need to have that little bit of a lower mood 
in order to focus and in order to calm down. And that, that all makes sense. That tracks, right? So I just find it really interesting that people have done this. And it's given me a lot of nostalgia for my childhood and the Weather Channel's Weather Channel music. So really cool information. Uh, I hope you're finding it cool too. Let's talk about some ways that we can actually use this energy to get some stuff done. Are you a spirited, spectacular woman with a message, method, or framework that would change lives if only more people knew of it? Are you ready to grow your audience, strengthen your authority, and attract more clients through publishing a book? If so, it's time to bring your book idea to life. As a book coach who specializes in working with passionate, purpose-driven women, I can help you successfully write and publish your first or next book. Through a customized blend of strategy, accountability, writing prompts, and sisterhood, I will guide you to clarify your book vision to attract the right readers, structure your book so that it sends your readers on an exciting heroine's journey that makes them take action when they finish reading, create an energizing writing routine even if you don't consider yourself a writer, maintain focus amidst distractions so that you get it done in half the time, query your book proposal to agents and publishers with authority, or self-publish your book with confidence, and make an impact with your book post-launch. Don't let your book stay trapped inside you any longer. Let's get your wisdom out into the world. Visit booksandalchemy.com coaching to learn more about my personalized book coaching services for women who are ready to elevate their reach and impact and get more clients doing it. This is your season. Let's show the world. So let's use thunderstorm energy and tap into that energy and what are some ways that you can use this energy to get more done, move a project forward, grow your business? What are you working on right now? So these can apply to everything. One of the things that I thought of was just using the sound of the thunder to kind of guide you through a, a writing session. And whether you're a writer or not, we all have to do writing for our business sometimes. We may need to write emails, we may need to write ad copy, we may need to write marketing material, we may need to write captions for social media, we may need to write a proposal for a potential client. All of these tasks are things that are we may wanna put off. And especially in the summer when we wanna go outside and play, these are things that often get pushed, to the, pushed down the to-do list. Writing is something that I find Almost everyone pushes down the to-do list, even writers. I am a writer and I don't want to write captions for my social media post either. And this is an, a really great time for doing that because something about the sound of the thunder, the sound of the rain hitting allows you to hit that focus and do a, do a task that may require just time spent at a desk. So why not use this thunderstorm to free write, perhaps tap into some of your wilder inspiration, like the thunderstorms or that wilder energy, tap into that energy and just free write. See what comes up. You may get a few captions out of it. You may get a few newsletter ideas out of it. You may get some ad copy out of it. You may come up with new offerings or products altogether. You may write the first chapter of your book. All of these things are great ways to move your business forward, to move your um, personal growth forward. And if you just want to work on your personal life, free write a journal entry. 
do some morning pages. If you've got the thunderstorm to back you up, it's a great time for that. And I truly believe that. I'll give you one more quote right here because it's really interesting. So uh, NOAA's National Severe Storms Laboratory has an FAQ on thunderstorms. And I thought this was super neat. Here it is. Thunderstorms are a great way for the atmosphere to release energy. When warm, moist air meets colder, drier air, the warm air rises, the water vapor condenses in the air and forms a cloud. As the water vapor con condenses, it releases heat, which is a form of energy. A large amount of the thunderstorm's energy comes from the condensation process that forms the thunderstorm clouds. As the thunderstorm progresses, eventually the rain cools the entire process down and the energy is gone. Thunderstorms also help keep the Earth in electrical balance. The Earth's surface and atmosphere conduct electricity easily. The Earth is charged negatively and the atmosphere positively. There is always a steady current of electrons flowing upwards from the entire surface of the Earth. Thunderstorms help transfer the negative charges back to Earth. Lightning is generally negatively charged. Without thunderstorms and lightning, the Earth-atmosphere electrical balance would disappear in five minutes. We aren't really sure what would happen if this balance wasn't maintained, but thunderstorms are not the only way atmospheres conduct electricity, the solar wind and ionosphere wind play a role too. I think that's so cool. Like thunderstorms are totally necessary for our earth to, to maintain its own balance. And they can be a really great way for us to bring balance back to ourselves when we're in the midst of this heavy summer energy. And I do think summer energy is kind of heavy and an opposite way of what you might think. It's almost so go, 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 but at the same time, stop, stop, stop. So when we think of the summer energy, let's go back to those earlier quotes. We, we have more creativity and we want, we have a lot of ideas coming to us. We have a lot of energy coming into us, but it's a time when we need to relax and it can be hard to maintain that balance. And, 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 even to find the balance and give yourself the opportunity to let that energy back out because we can't, we don't need to hold on to that energy. That's how it gets really, that's how we get kind of anxious and feel overwhelmed because in summer we're not supposed to hold on to that, that energy. We're supposed to let it go. And maybe thunderstorms are our opportunity to let that energy go. It's the, it's our opportunity to take a moment have the focus we've lacked for the rest of the season and put it into something productive. And I think a writing practice could be a really great opportunity, but really you can do whatever you, you feel you have the energy and the motivation for, because it's all, it's all good. It's all a good opportunity. So something else you could try uh, during a thunderstorm is to use the rainfall itself for an innovative brainstorming session. So rain is pattering on the ground, you're hearing it, that can bring a certain sort of energy and frequency to your mind. Your brain is going to take in that patter, patter, patter and, and hear that. And it's also going to want to send out ideas in that same sort of rhythm. So maybe try writing down some new ideas. Try sitting down and brainstorming while you've got your window open and rain is going in the background. It can be a really good way to use white noise, uh, but it's a really natural white noise, right? So uh, use that white noise to help you concentrate and try to get some out of the box thinking done. So 
if you see rain coming up on your map or not map, if you see rain coming up on your, what the, what the heck is it called? I'm losing the word right now on your weather app. There we go. If you see rain coming up on your weather app, schedule some extra time in to brainstorm or free write. It's a really good opportunity. Let's not pass it by because you, especially if you live in an area like California or a drier area where you're not getting any rain, use that time. Y'all have got a hurricane coming right now. Enjoy that hurricane. I mean, be safe, but also use that hurricane to get you some writing time and brainstorming time in. Or maybe if you don't get a lot of thunderstorms where you live, you can try ASMR playlists. I jumped on ASMR back in like 2011 and it got me through some tough times, including grad school. And I was working full time at the same time as going to grad school. So I was definitely burning the candle at both ends. And ASMR got me through a lot of late night essays and uh, certainly my thesis because it does help your brain calm down and focus, or at least it does for mine. And, and there's definitely some evidence on that. I did a blog post about that like years ago, and um, I'll try to I'll try to find the, the research I, I looked at when I was looking at that. But if you use some nice natural white noise, and I think rain is the best one, honestly, I think ocean sounds are kind of too sharp. And uh, the whispering and the talking can be nice too, but can also be a little distracting, but rain sounds are pretty good universally. Maybe also fire crackling. That can be a really great way to harness this energy, even if you don't have rain or thunderstorms coming up anytime soon on your forecast. So if you have found that rain or thunderstorms have been particularly effective for you with brainstorming or creative creativity or getting anything done, getting work done, moving a project forward, send it to me. I would love to know. And I'll read it out on the show if you do send it to me. So you can send that to hello at booksandalchemy.com and just tell me what do you do when you have rain coming? Do you have any rituals? Do you have, um, do you find that you're more creative? Do you find that you're able to brainstorm better? Maybe if you've got some rain coming up right now, give it a shot and let us know. I would really love to see if we've got any common themes or any interesting rituals among us as a, as a community. And I'm going to start working on brainstorming more and writing more when I have rain coming and when I have thunderstorms, because I really do love them and we shouldn't take them for granted. I took them for granted my whole life until I moved to the West coast, the West coast. And, um, and then I just, it kind of hit me as I'd been living there for a couple of years. I was like, you know, I have not seen rain in about 13 months. And that's really weird. And I don't know if I like it. I really love the weather otherwise, but yeah, it kind of hits different, you know? And, and then when I moved back to the East coast and it started raining all the time, I was like, oh wow, I really did miss this. And it definitely feels different. It feels really different. You. What? So you tell me what you love to do to be creative and to, and to focus better during rainstorms. And let's, as a community, start to enjoy these much more because especially here in late summer, we get a bunch of them, or at least we do here. And it may be the one time of the year where we get our most thunderstorms. In, in particular, rain comes a lot in the winter too and in the spring, of course, but thunderstorms seem to happen 
when, well, when we have mixtures of hot and cold air and blah, blah, blah. So spring and fall, probably late summer, the most common times. So how can we use this better? I want to hear from you. And, and you can also try using it to free write, get some writing done, get some emails written, get some social media posts written, get, write up a product page, a sales page, cre- create something new, use your creative energy that you've been storing up during these warm, sunny days and let it out and try some brainstorming and just enjoy these thunderstorms and this rain that you've got. Don't take it for granted. That's all I got for you today, y'all. So y'all enjoy your thunderstorm if you've got one. And if not, just pop pop on some ASMR instead. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Dream Season. I've got just one thing to ask of you. Please, please, please leave a review on Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. All you need to do is select a star rating, and I hope it's five stars, but please be honest, and tap, type, or even voice to text one or two sentences about your experience listening, something you learned, or something you loved. This is the single most important thing you can do to help this podcast succeed. And as a thank you to anyone who leaves a review today, I will send you a free audio guided visualization for each season so you can find your creativity no matter the season. Just email a screenshot of your review to hello at booksandalchemy.com and I'll send you the visualization. Thank you again for listening and remember, no matter the season, remember to dream.